Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. It's Josh Rutledge, your co-host for Fearscape Paranormal Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to support us more, please head over to our website, fearscapepodcast.com. There you can click on store and browse some really awesome t-shirts and maybe pick a couple up or even go to our Patreon page and see how you can support us monthly. We love bringing you awesome content just as much as you like listening to it. Enjoy the show. The following program is presented for entertainment purposes. WCHQ does not necessarily endorse the ideas presented. Fearscape is a program that explores the legends and lore around many creepy and scary things. Information is researched and presented in an entertainment fashion and is presented based off of what we found. Legends have a way of changing over time. So, beware. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Fearscape! Yes, scary Christmas, everybody. Scary Christmas here on 100.9 FM WCHQ, as well as the Destination Nation Network, DNN. Uh, we have a really cool episode we're going to get to, but let's do some intros. My name is Stefan Gearhart, as usual, your host for Fearscape, joined as always by the pine-smellingly good co-host of mine, Josh Rutledge. Well, I, I do enjoy those pine uh, air fresheners. You do. You smell just like Christmas. Well, like well, if well, I thank could, you. If I get to find well, most people's ideas of Christmas because right. mine was tragic, um, but no, not really. Well, I, uh, but I did rip the pine scented uh, air freshener in half oh. before I spread it, so it's a little tragic. So you—that's what you use for your deodorant and right. stuff too. Yeah, oh, I yeah. thought so. I thought so. Actually, I just hang them in my pit. Oh god, your hair is very, very long, very, very long. I really dig that. I dig that. Um, but yeah, if you can hear the laughter here, we are joined by two incredible guests, two of my best friends in the whole world and also uh hosts with me with the other podcast i run called unhappy campers are the other two head counselors of unhappy campers we've got lance wayne and ben hagan hello hello so uh ben thank you for coming on ben also runs improv 502 and yes, uh which you. i'm on the board and i produce that uh it's also the sponsor of unhappy campers oh yeah right? oh yeah. <laughs> yeah we produce our own our sponsor our own sales right and then lance wayne this is the man with no name yeah Exactly. Yeah, it's the man no. with no name. My parents hated me that much. They, they still do to they, this day. They do. They do. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be talking, since it's Christmas, uh, we're going to be talking about our favorite horrific thing at Christmas, which is Krampus. Uh, we're going to be talking about Krampus, and uh, do we even got some other... 
some, yeah, we got, yeah we got some other companions of, yep. and some other things like that that we're yep. going to talk about horrific Christmas things <laughs> uh, but you know recently there's been a slew of Krampus horror movies which is why we thought it'd be cool to bring you guys on as well so we can kind of tie in our two podcasts together for fun uh, so but before we get to that we need to get into some spooky news So this week's spooky news uh, comes from 12news.com, I believe out of Arizona, uh, which says green fireball seen streaking across Arizona sky. Uh, This was back about a week or two ago. Uh, but I'm just now bringing this up. Um, it basically says the, the article starts out by saying in the latest installment of strange sky stuff happening in Arizona, we bring you a green fireball. Uh, and it is true. We've covered so many things. Uh, the Phoenix lights we talked about, and that's just one of many things that Uh, they're constantly seeing. Are are we sure it wasn't Ryan Reynolds as? The Green, Green Lantern, Lantern probably. Oh God. Probably. <laughs> we should all run for our lives. Man. I love that movie. Uh, I do too. Thank you very much. Oh, boom. No. That's the real horror story. <laughs> the only thing I didn't the only thing I didn't like was uh the um parallax. Oh, the villain. Parallax. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like the cloud thing because they had already done that in the Fantastic Four movie, which I already didn't like Galactus being a cloud. Yeah, right. So I was like, eh, just give me pl- parallax. I didn't me. like the like the the uh Physical embodiment of them through that. Eh, that I got over that real quick. Oh, how? Oh, how? Anyways, Arizona is no stranger to the strange sky stuff. And ever since those infamous Phoenix lights, social media explodes anytime there's something peculiar in the sky. Now, this green flash in the video uh, makes this seem alien-like or something straight out of the new Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer. Uh, But it just seems to appear to be a meteor. Are you bummed? You shouldn't be. Because it's still really cool. We like to cover some science stuff. So the video of the phenomenon was tweeted out by Dr. Lucille LaCour, a planetary scientist at the Planetary Science Institute in Tucson. She described the green glowing object as a fireball near Phoenix that was captured on her rooftop camera in Tucson. She hashtagged the tweet with shooting star. And you can see the video if you go to her her tweet there. It's, what is that? Uh, At... C-A-L-L-I-C-H-O-R-E is her uh, Twitter name there. Um, And it says that the fireball is a term used to describe a very bright meteor. Uh, This struck across there, like we said. Uh, In fact, it makes me think of a couple years back, we were out doing a danger run. Uh, Me and my friend Parker and my little brother Dustin and a bunch of us. And all of a sudden there was this blue, I mean, just like Smurf blue streak in the sky. And it was a big blue fireball. Mm. And we were on danger run. So we're already like scared. We're telling ghost stories. And and everyone's just screaming. Like, what is that? And then, of course, in the news, it was all over the news that it was a meteorite. So this is similar. I mean, it even says a lot of fireballs appear green, so it's not unusual. So, yeah, you you never know what you're going to see. Gas is burned at different... Colors. Right, and depending on what's in it, right. is it strontium? Right, yeah. you know, so it could be uh, <laughs> anything like that. That depending on what the meteor is made up of, uh, but still spooky. Because what if it's not? What if that's just you know the the whole weather balloon explanation? Right, swamp mm-hmm. gas. Yep, I mean just you know they what what did they say it was late night? Uh, yeah, so. l- late night test test flights or whatever <laughs> for the Phoenix Lights. Get out of here! <laughs> Get out of here! That stuff was that's real. And that's got my dad on it. I'm telling you, he's there. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, uh, that is spooky news. 
All right, we're going to move right into Creepy Ketchup. Creepy Ketchup. Creepy Ketchup. Creepy Ketchup. Creepy Ketchup. Y'all, it's creepy. This is where we talk about things that have happened to us recently. If we've had any spooky experiences or we've seen any strange lights or anything like that, I haven't had anything happen uh, this week. And uh, I don't think, Lance, I think I asked you guys ahead of time. I don't think you oh, had Oh, does it anything. have to be this week? Well, well just, no, just okay. recently. Okay. Recently for you guys, you got more. But, I mean, unless you got something. I have nothing. So we'll start with Josh. I know you said you got something. So Yeah, so I've got like a, uh, I don't know, like a, like a time hole. Um <laughs> Yeah, so <clears throat> I watched the other day uh, the new Hellboy movie from mm-hmm. you know the, the one that was recently the released. one with the dude from Stranger Things, uh, David Harbor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm like, I've seen this before. Like, I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen in the scene, but I've never seen it before. Like, I and it so, wasn't similar to. I haven't seen it yet, so it's not similar to the no. other movie. Or, and you haven't read the comics? Nope. Okay, then. So the um, the. Uh, for you, for you guys that don't know, I have an identic memory, so I remember everything that I see. And so hmm. I, I couldn't place it anywhere that I've... Like, I didn't go to the theater and see it. I haven't rented it and watched it. I, you know, like, I, I've never seen the movie, yet when I was watching it, I was like, this is going to happen, and that's going to happen. And I, like, I knew everything that was going to happen. As my dad would say, I could write these things. <laughs> so maybe it was. Maybe it was just you know, like a predictive, you know, like a, the story kind of played out that way. I don't mm-hmm. know, but it, it, was like I, it was like I had seen it before. But I haven't seen it before. Maybe you're picking up on another dimension, uh, you know, dimensional yeah. self. Yeah, so. there you go. So that's my that's my creepy kitchen. You think the film is just that predictable? Well, some a lot of films are predictable. They really are. <laughs> Especially uh, if you have an idiotic memory or whatever. You think. An idiotic. <laughs> memory. I've got one of those. <laughs> I'm a clairvoyant. <laughs> oh, you're so tiny. <laughs> uh, my uncle killed a guy recently. No, my uncle's never killed a guy. I just wanted you guys to like me. <laughs> Why would that make us like you? It makes me like, oh, you want to come to my family function? No. Uh, I don't even want to go to my family function. Though we've had Keith Age on twice, and he shot a psychic. <laughs> True story. That's awesome. Is it my turn? Yep. All right. Uh, growing up, uh, you've actually been to this house, uh, Stefan. Uh, we, the, my family's not there anymore, but... We would things would happen in the that house. house. Was scary as crap. Let it me was. tell you, you guys were all sleeping upstairs, and I was sleeping downstairs yeah. by myself, and it was cold. And I was watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw yeah, Massacre. I, I was so scared, <laughs> man, in that stupid house. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, no, like things would happen. Like I, I remember one time I was asleep, and I got woken up by uh, this like little um, Nerf ball hitting me in the head, and there was nobody in the room. Mm. And I would think it was my sisters, but they've already moved out by then. So mm-hmm. and um, and it wasn't stored on a shelf above your bed. No, okay. Like I, I, I fell asleep on the couch. There's nothing uh, above me, and it, I f- something hits me in the head. I wake up, and the ball is rolling away. And but my mom, um, you know, uh, yeah, my mom. She was sorry. I got I got all sentimental. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah, I thought you were like, was she my mom? No. no. <laughs> Wait a minute. Was my dad in drag? <laughs> but but uh, my mom was uh, talking about uh, this person that would be in the house, a spirit, and I can't remember the name, but she would talk about them and she would say their name. And we're all like, okay, mom. <laughs> my mom was a big like pothead and stuff like that. Like, You've been yeah. hitting the sauce. Yeah, way to go, mom. 
Uh, and then um, our front porch, we had these uh, makeshift steps to get up to the porch. And one time we were, uh, one of them was so loose. So makeshift, so it was like a garbage can, it was a cat. No, it was like a big, old PC. It was like a big slab of like. Watch that second step, it squeaks. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but uh, so one uh, one day, like, uh, we, well, it was happening, like uh, one, of the, one of them was like shifting. So we, we wanted to make sure that nobody would fall. So we moved it, and it was actually a tombstone. Oh, no. Oh, what? yeah. Wait, wait so were the, the steps already there when you guys moved in? Yes. Okay, so they, these yeah. were, because I was like, what is your dad doing? <laughs> <a tombstone?"> <laughs> no, <laughs> but there was a tombstone, and the name on the tombstone was the name my mom has been saying. Oh, that, that's, that's a, that oh, is man. amazing. That's awesome. So, yeah. And it makes you wonder if it came from the property. Oh, I, we have no doubt she's buried under the house. That's crazy. We have no awesome. doubt. That is, got <laughs> somebody that buried can, under my house. It's it's the country. Like it was a flat space. They built it, and they probably knocked over the tombstone Mm -hmm. because this is the only place they could build it. Well, uh, used it as a step. Hey, Danny, we ran out of money for these (laughs) steps. Well, I got a cat, a milk crate, and a tombstone. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's that's my creepy story. That was really good. I got another one. There's this little demon that follows me around. Her name is Sam. (laughs) No, no, no. no. She's real. She comes up. That's your daughter. Oh. That's your daughter. You can't do that. The one that calls me daddy? Yeah. Yeah. And is always hitting me with stuff? Yeah. Well, that could also be Sam. But uh, but no, uh, we would love to have you guys come on sometime and do a full getting spooky with us, sharing your ghost stories. please. I have so many. Yeah, I really do. do. I really do. (laughs) So, but yeah, that was creepy ketchup. Uh, let's move in to Scary Christmas, guys. We gotta move to Scary Christmas because it's Krampus time. Krampus Krampus. My brother lives in Germany, and so of course he sent me like pictures of the. He's in Monheim and the, their celebration of Krampus Noct. And oh, I thought you said he sent you pictures of Krampus. Like no, that's <laughs> my grand, Grampus. That's different. That's Krampus. <laughs> that's what we Germans call Grandpa is Grampus. <laughs> that was a good one. You didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. The best. Josh wow. <laughs> This is why I wanted these guys on here. <laughs> All right, Josh, what do we got? All right. Krampus or Krampus, depending on what part of the country or you're Krampus, from. Or Krampus, right? Yeah. Or Krampus, where it's like the guy that comes and crimps your hair. <laughs> Who crimps your hair? <laughs> that, that's that, never, that's why you're the best. I've never had that service done before. <laughs> that's because you have no hair. <laughs> <laughs> you look nice with a jerry curl or something. <laughs> You just got, just so you just got pine trees hanging from your pit hair. That's where all the hair is. This yeah. is armpit. Boy, you look cute as hell. <laughs> yeah, actually, I have had my armpit hair crimped before, so there you go. There you go. <laughs> it's all I lazy. love this guy, man. That's awesome. <laughs> all right. So um, in uh, the kind of origin of uh, Krampus is... Basically, it's Central European folklore. Folklore. <laughs> so this is about silverware. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah. So in Central European folklore, uh, Krampus is a horned uh, anthropomorph- 
anthropomorphic. There you go. There you go. Big words. Word. Yeah. Like, it's like a $5 word, right? Yep. Uh, figure Can't play that one on Scrabble. It's too big. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough letters in the bag. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> figure uh, described as a half goat, half demon. Ooh, close to the goat man of Poplick, except for half man, half demon. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, half, half man, man, half, half goat. goat. Yeah. Shout out to goat man. <laughs> <laughs> Underneath the bridge. Brr. Who, uh, during the Christmas season, punishes children who have misbehaved. Which I already like this concept more, oh, in a yeah. way, than, like, getting a lump of coal. Because, like, especially, like, I was wondering if, if it was, like, the coal industry that pushed this idea. Because it's like, hey, well, at least you'll be able to help your family stay warm. Well, like, yeah. <laughs> Actually, in, in I, I don't think I included it in the research, but there is a story that says that there one of the uh, Santa Claus's companions, which we'll get into later delivers the coal to, to tell Krampus that he needs to visit that child. Oh. So it's like a, you get a lump of yeah, coal, this you're going to get a visit from Krampus. Yeah. Oh, see, I like that better. But yeah, I would have been more scared of Krampus than I would have, oh, here's a piece of coal. I guess I could use it to go draw yeah. on the yeah. sidewalk. Speak, speaking <laughs> as a parent, you know, we, we got it all wrong because, you know, this misconception of you bring your children up, you know, with love that is a miscon- oh, and you know more. for the unconditional love and you know stuff like that no you rule your children by fear <laughs> <laughs> that is how you raise a child god well um I, I i would like to say that that is a little bit probably a better because when you think about it if you don't behave at christmas time what is your punishment santa may not bring you a gift mm-hmm. yes Right? So you might not get a gift. What if your punishment was you're going to get visited by a half man, half goat, half demon? Who's going to drag you to hell yeah. <laughs> or eat you, one or, one or the other? You know, instead of Elf on the Shelf, there needs to be, you know, Krampus on a shelf, and I guarantee you're going to listen to Krampus on your rumpus, right? <laughs> Am I right, guys? I was trying to Am I right? Oh, that's why you're the best. <laughs> Krampus in your campus. That's for college kids. Yeah, yeah exactly. Krampus, Krampus on your. Yep. I'm you were saying. <laughs> so yeah, so we got this uh this guy who basically goes around and miss then the kids who don't get presents get uh get a beaten basically. Yeah. Um, or eaten. Yeah, so the uh eaten and eaten. Uh Krampus is one of the uh companions of Saint Nicholas and several regions including Austria, Bavaria, Croatia, the Czech Republic. Hungry or Hungary, depending on uh, how you feel. Right, and we know St. Nick is uh, Santa Claus. The original idea of Santa Claus comes from St. Nick's, who delivers kids... Like Good kids gifts. Oh yeah. No, I, I, I grew up Catholic, so we celebrated St. Nicholas's Day. It's um, I forget which day it is, but we used to have to. What it what it was was he would uh, he would tell the people to put your shoes out, and he would fill it with food and yeah. um, well, gifts like, and things like that. And so we would we would put our shoes out, and they, we would get chocolate. So it, but my dad never did it, and I always thought I was bad. So in these areas, <laughs> the Christmas uh, time is actually celebrated December fifth and sixth. So fifth hmm. is the night when Krampus, Krampus comes. Knock, yeah. Uh, sixth is christmas day when santa comes right so that is so right is but so it, terrifying. it got moved because of yule because the catholic church wanted to try to steal the pagan holiday and try yep. to merge it together to make them think they were worshiping the same thing so they moved christmas to december 25th yep. we and get it. it christians are bad pagans are good stefan we got it i've heard it my entire time i've known you well i heard you were becoming a satanist so only when I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so actually, a, a folklorist and anthropo- anthropologist. 
that, that word. Anthropologist? <clears throat> Dr. Brennan on the show Bones uh, <clears throat> has, has postulated that it has pre-Christian origins. There's so many words in that. <laughs> I'm just like, what? How, how do you expect me to process this? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out the first word. Just, just but yeah, so they're saying that Krampus was around even before St. Nick. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep, basically. Before Jesus. Before Jesus even. Well, it's... Never mind. I don't want to... So probably Gaelic... Yeah. Garlic? Because Germany would have been Gaul. So. Gaelic. Celtic. Yep. yep. All right. Celery? So the um, the history of the Krampus figure, or Krampus, excuse me, I keep mispronouncing it. I don't think there's a proper way. Well, probably in those areas it would be Kromp. Yeah. To Kromp? To <laughs> <laughs> Two crop. Two furious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've made it through a paragraph, guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're the best. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Oh, man. Thank so, you, Krampus. The uh, Alpine Traditions, a brief article discussing the figure published in 1958 by Maurice Bruce. Maurice. Uh, there seems to be little doubt as to his true identity, for in no other form is the full regalia of the horned god of the witches so preserved. The birch, apart from its phallic uh, significance, may have a connection with the in, uh, initiation rites of certain witch covens, rites which uh, entailed binding and scourging, uh, sc- uh, scourging, excuse it's me, scourging. Okay, is it skirts? I think. <clears throat> As a form of mock death, the uh, chains would have been introduced in a Christian attempt to bind the devil, but again, they could be a remnant of pagan initiation. Uh, as a pagan, I will say a lot of that is part of some traditions. Uh, even the binding and scourging and things like that, those are known to be part of Alexandrian traditions and some things like that. So um, it was a way to kind of take away from that and turn it into a devil worship. Yeah. Right. So also in 19, so a little bit later in 1975, um, this uh, anthropologist, John J. Honigman, John J. Honigman. (coughs) (laughs) I was going to come in with that. (laughs) Here, I got this one. Uh, So John J. Honigman wrote that the St. Nicholas Festival we are describing incorporates cultural elements widely distributed in Europe, in some cases going back to pre-Christian times. St. Nicholas himself became popular in Germany around the 11th century. The feast dedicated to this patron of children is only one winter occasion in which children are the objects of special attention, others being Martin Moss in the Feast of the Holy Innocents and New Year's Day. Masked devils acting boisterously and making nuisances of themselves are known in Germany since at least the 6th century, while animal masked devils combining dreadful comic antics appeared in medieval church plays. A large literature, much of it by European folklorists, bears on these subjects. Austrians in the community we studied are quite aware of heathen elements being blended with Christian elements in the St. Nicholas customs and in other traditional winter ceremonies. They believe Krampus derives from a pagan supernatural who was assimilated to the Christian devil. So there so, you go. Yeah. Heathens was a race of people that practiced pagan uh, practices, which is why you get called a heathen because huh. yeah, they were a very poor uh, group of people, which is also where that term fits into it. Well, did not know that. I do because my dad called me a heathen my whole life and then I looked it up one day. <laughs> <laughs> 
You, you then? Yep, that's, that's about right. <laughs> All right, so uh, the um, uh, Krampus figures persisted, and by the 17th century, Krampus had become incorporated into Christian winter celebrations by pairing Krampus with St. Nikolai. Uh, countries of the former Habsburg Empire have largely borrowed the tradition of Krampus, accompanying St. Nicholas on 5th December from Austria. Um, so in recent years, uh, the myth that Krampus was the son of hell, Norse goddess of the underworld, has hmm. been popularized on the internet, even appearing in articles in National Geographic and Smithsonian Magazine. Those guys are legit. I saw those articles. I didn't like them. However, <laughs> oh, I'll read them off to you now with my idiosyncratic <laughs> memory. <laughs> Trouble in paradise, people. Did you say idiosyncratic memory? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you should remember why you asked us. <laughs> <laughs> However, this connection is likely the invention of the American fantasy artist and author Gerald Brom, mm-hmm. whose 2012 novel, novel Krampus the Yule Lord, features Krampus as the main protagonist. The same idea also appeared shortly afterwards in two online games by the Norwegian games producer Funcom. So, basically it's saying that the whole thing of Krampus being the son of hell is uh, bull harky. Well, it makes sense to me because the very first movie that came out for Krampus came out in 2013. It was a direct-to-video, so I wonder if that was inspired by that book. Like, that's kind of... Because that's when it sets off. 2013 hits, and then there's like... 15 movies. When when did the League, uh, the television show, uh, they had an episode where uh, Taco played Krampus. Yes, And then after that is when I saw the boom of all the movies. So I give, like, a lot of credit to that show. Because I really never saw anything about him. So that would have been 2012. Yeah. When he a Krampus in, Carol. And yep. uh, Krampus made an appearance in the show Grimm. He yes. did. He yes. played by uh, Derek Mears. Yep, I uh, remember Jason. that. It was in some cartoons as well, of course, like Venture Brothers and Scooby-Doo right. and Hotel Transylvania and but stuff. Yeah. But well, that was like when, when, we found, when I was told what we were going to be talking about, I automatically thought of The League. Because that's the first time I ever heard of it. Yeah. I, I think Grimm for me, it was either Grimm or Supernatural, because I know he was also in yeah. a third season of Supernatural. So it was either then or Grimm. I don't remember which one right. made me go, oh. The, the 2015 film for me, because... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'd heard about it, because I, I, that, uh, like, I guess before, like, when the time frame you all are talking about is probably when it started to pick up steam, because that's mm-hmm. when I started seeing more stuff on the internet about Krampus, mm-hmm. and I started getting interested in this, because I'd never heard about him, and me being a uh, hater of Christmas and a lover of monsters, um... <laughs> Uh, bah humbug. Yeah, but uh, uh, like you know, that's that's. I was like, man, this is really cool. And then I heard, oh, they're making uh, Universal's making a film of this. And then that's so I always connected with that film, the best one. Yeah. So uh, basically, everybody liked Krampus up until 1932, when uh, <laughs> oh yes, yes, so yeah. Pardon. In an election in Austria, they said Krampus is banned. Oh man! Yeah. And so uh, it went away. Uh, and actually, in the 1950s, the government distributed pamphlets titled uh, Krampus is an Evil Man. Krampus uh, is Like, you really need a pamphlet to tell you that girl. this creature is evil. Mm-hmm. Well, you really need somebody to... Is he, though, or is he just doing his job? He's just misunderstood. Yeah. Hmm. It's like, is Frankenstein's monster evil? No. No. There you go. Is Freddy Krueger evil? Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
Well, you anyway. can't dispute that. I know. You know the whole the whole thing about the uh, you know the assimilation of Krampus into the, the Christian beliefs and all that kind of stuff. It kind of makes sense that they would try to, I don't know, get people from not focusing so much on Krampus right. and focusing more on St. Nicholas and the Christian side mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Well, it's like there's a, uh, if you'll remember, Veggie Tales back in the day. Oh, yeah. And oh, that yeah. song about the bunny uh, that they did, and it was all about this guy who worshipped the bunny, and it was this great song Well, all the kids were singing the song. It was like, the bunny, the bunny, ooh, I love the bunny. I don't love my mom or my dad, just the bunny. And kids are singing this song, and parents were getting mad. But it's because that was the bad guy's song. So in later editions, they had to rewrite it. To take that line out. To take the lines out that talked about loving uh, this bunny thing. more than God and parents and stuff. Uh, yeah. Like, really. I mean, did, they, these, did these people not realize that children feared this creature? You know, <laughs> they weren't celebrating him. Well, yeah, but when Christmas time, you shouldn't have fear. You should be embracing the spirit of, of which is, Christmas, which is what every that's I mean, a, since Christmas Carol, I mean, it's like, that's a I'm, bunch of bull. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disputing that, but that, that's why. Yeah, I mean, well, Christmas Carol popularized that idea of you should be good and generous exactly. and happy, and I mean, it's but let's be honest, Christmas Carol is a little frightening too. Yeah, well, it is. Ghost it's a ghost Christmas, story. Yeah, yeah. ghost well, of Christmas yeah. future. Well, whatever. And, and uh, around this time, actually, in the in the fifties and stuff. There were pretty uh, a common secular like greeting cards featuring Krampus. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen a, a so couple. So it's, it's of like them. you know Krampus is on there and he's like you know have a scary Christmas and all this kind of yeah, stuff. Like, like now but, it's yeah. just in S and M circles because he's got his whip and <laughs> all that stuff. Anyway, so yeah, what's he look um, like, John? I, I yeah. needed to be clean for this program. <laughs> he knew he needed binded and scourged. <laughs> so the um, the appearance uh, he is uh, hairy, usually brown or black. Uh, has cloven hooves and horns of a goat. His long pointed tongue uh, lolls out, and he has fangs. Also, saw another um, a description, or, or even an image. He like he has one foot that's uh, human hooved and one foot that's human. Yeah, yeah, I saw well, that. That's too. an imbalance. Yeah. It's asymmetrical. You know. his, that's a, his back has to kill him. That's very uh, the, the uh, island of Doctor Moreau. <laughs> yeah, it, it must be hard buying shoes. Yeah, <laughs> well, maybe he's to blame, Doctor Moreau. Yeah, horseshoes and yeah. regular shoes. Yeah. yeah, thanks for elaborating on that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really quality. Like, show. does he have to buy both <laughs> shoes? Yeah, oh I'm yeah, sure, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I've always wondered that about uh, someone that only has one leg. It's like. Uh-huh. Do you guys have to buy both shoes? Yeah, I guess you do. Yeah. And, I, and I feel like I worked at Shoe Carnival for a while, and I feel like we had something like that happen, and we we're like, eh, you have to buy both. I mean, I'm sure that <laughs> they sell them in pairs. What are you going to do with the other one? Yeah. I don't know. Give display. it to the guy that comes in that has the other. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's the likelihood of that happening? Yes. Thank you. A display. Exactly. Okay. Ooh. You're probably welcome. keep been around. <laughs> All these great ideas. Yeah. Bubbling out. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, Krampus carries chains, uh, thought to symbolize the binding of the devil by the Christian church. Also Hellraiser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've never thought of that. Uh, he thrashes the chains for dramatic effect. Ching, 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 ching. Hey, y'all. I'm coming to get you. Ching, 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 You made bad. Ching, 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 ching. Look out, y'all. You sound like the creepy guy off of Family Guy. We're going to drag you around this building, Freddy Krueger. We're going to attach you to the chain. That's off the new one, the remake. So what's interesting is that uh, Krampus carries chains and uh, Marley. The- oh, yeah. Oh, Marley. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mankind should have been my business. <laughs> Nick Foley? Yeah. That was stupid. Edit that out. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so the uh, the chains are sometimes accompanied with bells of various sizes. So that we can be Christmassy. Well, or so we can hear him coming, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess he wants Just to give you fear. a fighting chance. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it could also, hey, in a way, it could also be... Uh, Tricking the children into thinking it's Santa Claus. Yeah. It can also, you know, a lot of the fear is the building up to the fear, right? Mm-hmm. So just that you you hear, you know, you got a lump of coal, you know, Krampus is coming, you hear the chains, you hear the bells, you know, it's like, you know, what are you going to do? Run and hide, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like a, like a, you know. So basically maybe. what he's saying is, is that we need to get like a pit bull and uh, put a chain around, like a chain leash around it and some bells and put it at some German guy's house like on Krampus <laughs> Why does it have to be a pit bull? Because they got a big neck. Well, but that's, I mean, that's really but, bad for all that's the people. That's really derogatory. Like that's not, I just was fat yeah, neck. I, I really want to know why, why a Yeah, why, why a dog? pit bull? They got a good bark. But I mean, if I put a chihuahua there, its head's just gonna drag on the ground. I just I can't even with you, you need right a now. Thick neck. You no, know, they get a bad rap. They do yeah. not helping. I like exactly. Them. Well, yeah, well then why true. are you giving them crap? I'm not. Why are you giving this them? This is why I want to use them. That's true. You can adopt a lot of them and just terrorize, yeah. terrorize Germantown yeah. and Schnitzelberg. <laughs> yeah. So on from that, want to puke. <laughs> Uh, of the uh, of more uh, pagan origins are the uh, rutin, or the bundles of birch branches that Krampus carries with him. He occasionally swats children. Ah, the original switch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When yeah. you uh, when you were were you ever told to go out and pick a switch off the tree? I'm from the city, so no, I never did, but I knew about it. They didn't have trees in the city. My no. parent, my parents still make me do it. <laughs> I believe that. So, uh, <laughs> so one time, my uh, my dad told my brother to go pick a switch off the tree. He came back with a big jid. He came back with a branch like three inches wide, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, was like, "If I'm going to get beat with something, I don't want it to, you know. He, at least when he swings this, it won't uh, make as much contact. I guess I don't know. Uh, Switches hurt really bad if you ever got. Yeah, hit they always oh, yeah. say don't get the small ones. Yeah, yeah, the small ones hurt. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, <clears throat> um, the uh, branches are replaced with a whip in some representations. Sometimes Krampus appears with a sack or a basket strapped to his back. This is to cart off evil children for drowning, eating, or transport to hell. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you see a guy wow. with horns, one foot, one one uh, hoof foot, with a backpack on, uh, just go ahead and walk the other direction. You might obviously, yeah. <laughs> obviously, you've never been underneath the overpass. <laughs> like, or the yeah, Bardstown on Saturday night yeah. to do karaoke. <laughs> you hear that, Skyland? <laughs> He's coming for you. <laughs> so some of the older versions make mention of uh, naughty children being put in a bag and taken away. Wow. Uh, this quality... In fact, yeah, the... Uh, the Funko Pop I just got from my friend Mary Taylor. She got me Krampus. And this is why I always tell Lance, take your stuff out of your box because you never see what's behind it. When you turn it around on the back is this really great sack and it's got a kid kind of sticking his head out of it. And it's really cool and you'd never have noticed. Well, I'm going to get the Hot Topic Special Edition one that comes with the, he's wearing like a red Christmassy hood and the baskets in the front. With the child coming out well, that's, of it. Well, that's a baby Bjorn. That's, that's not a basket. This is my baby. Look that's at my, my baby. That's hipster Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Cramp. You can't let me have anything. No. No. So uh, the Feast of St. Nicholas, or Krampusnacht, uh, celebrated... 
Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, me speaking German is funny. <laughs> it was a funny word. I feel bad now. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, y'all eating some of them Krampus snacks? <laughs> it sounds like stuff from my hometown. Like. Quit, bog- <laughs> quit bogarting the Krampus snacks. Right, giggly boogly. Give me some of them Krampus snacks. Is that like a Scooby snack? Yes. yes. It is. <laughs> but it's made of blood and children. Mmm, tasty. Well, yeah. mm-hmm. You went there, okay. I did. <clears throat> So, he went uh, there. Oh, God, you should hear this guy. On the uh, preceding evening of uh, 5th December, Krampus Night, or Krampus Knocked, <laughs> <laughs> the wicked hairy devil of the... <laughs> Jerry Neuenschwander from yep. college, Ben. Yep, that yep. was the wicked hairy devil. <laughs> on the street. Sometimes accompanied St. Nicholas and sometimes on his own. Krampus visits homes and businesses. He doesn't discriminate. Not here in the United States, or Trump would have been done a long time ago, man. Just fill, his whole back is just filled with Krampus whips. Like, so why are you looking at me? <laughs> okay. So the saint usually appears in the eastern uh, right vestments of a bishop, and he carries a golden ceremonial staff. Unlike uh, Northern American versions of Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Santa. Oh, Santa. Oh, then about Santa Claus. Hello, my little Wiener Schnitzel, Santi. Oh, do need the poo poo. I need to go home. <laughs> no, TC. <laughs> so, these celebrations, uh, St. Nicholas concerns himself with only with the good children, while Krampus is responsible for the bad. Uh, Nicholas dispenses gifts while Krampus supplies coal and the rootin bundles. So this is one like where I talked about before, where mm-hmm. he was there because of the coal. This is one where he actually gives the gives coal the out. coal out, and you still get whooped. Yeah. So gosh, that's horrible. He really knows how to stick it to a guy, um, doesn't he? What about Parkdenloaf? <laughs> oh, Parkdenloaf! Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Be still, my beeping nip. <laughs> 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 yeah, don't, don't really know where all this is coming from. But I don't either. I, I'm so He's so pumped about Krampus. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Parkdenloaf. Per, yeah. Oh, uh, Parkdenloaf. Is, is, is a seasonal play that spread throughout the Alpine regions was known as the Nikolaspila. Nikolaspiel. There you go. Nikolaspiel. Or the Nicholas play in English. Um, inspired by a paradise plays which focused on Adam and Eve's encounter with the tempter, the Nicholas plays features competition for the human souls and played on the question of morality. Oh wow! In these Nicholas plays, Saint Nicholas would reward children for scholarly efforts rather than for good behavior. This is the theme that grew in Alpine regions where the Roman Catholic Church had significant influence, and also why Switzerland is filled with incredibly smart people. Because they were scared to death. Yeah, <laughs> if they really. didn't do scholarly pursuits, they would die. They would die. So there were already established pagan traditions in the Alpine regions that became intertwined with the Catholicism. Uh, people would masquerade as a devilish figure known as Pert, a two-legged uh, humanoid goat with a giraffe-like neck, wearing animal furs. People <clears throat> wore costumes and marched in processions known as Perktenlofs. Uh, which are regarded as early form of the Krampus runs. So Perktenlofs were looked at with the suspicion by the Catholic Church and banned by some civil authorities. Of course. Of course. Due to sparse population and rugged environments within the Alpine region, the ban was not effective or easily enforced, rendering the ban useless. 
Eventually, the Perchtenlauf, inspired by the Nicholas plays, introduced St. Nicholas in his, in his set of good morals. The Percht transformed into what is now known as the Krampus and was made to be subjected to St. Nicholas's will. Hmm. Interesting. So the pagan element is slave to the Christian element. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm also picking up something else. It seemed like, uh, if not equal, almost Krampus back in the day almost out, you know, kind of uh, outshined, outshined yeah. uh, well, Santa like, Cruz. Well, even if we say that it does have pre-Christian origins, then it had been around much longer. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and then once, you know... Christ, the early Christians came along or whatever. It's like, no, oh, this is fine. So it's bad. Mm-hmm. They were like, well, they did the same thing in in the Celtic lands with um, the horned god taking and pan and things like that, yeah. and turning all those aspects into the devil. And right, well, I mean that's the thing, right? So you come in, you really want people to, to follow Christianity. You tell them that all the things they believe in are bad. <clears throat> but you somehow incorporate what they believe in into the Christian faith. Yeah, in fact, there's a lot of saint uh, celebrations that the saints aren't weren't actual real saints. They were actually just pagan gods. Uh, for example, St. Bridget's Day in Ireland is actually based off of Brigitte, which is a goddess there. Hmm. And they just changed it to Bridget, so they made it more, uh, I guess, Italian, I guess, um, and made that a saint day to celebrate and had all the same aspects. The celebration is still the same. Uh, they just added elements of Christianity into it. And St. Bridget's Day still has this element that's from the pagan tradition where you hang these um, uh, wheat crosses on the door, but it's a very specific type of cross. And so, of course, the Christians were like, well, this is perfect. It's already kind of a cross, right? And so they turn that into St. Bridget's Day and all kinds of crazy stuff like that. Appropriation. So. Appropriation, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> so uh, this next thing is uh, Krampusloff. It is uh, customary to offer Krampus schnapps, yeah, which is a strong distilled fruit brandy. Uh, these runs, um, you don't get the runs from the schnapps, <laughs> <laughs> um, include Perkton, similarly wild pagan spirits of Germanic folklore, and sometimes female in representation. Although the Perkton are uh, properly associated with the period between winter and uh, solstice and 6th of January. So the 12 days of Christmas, essentially. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. The uh, Krampus Karten. Uh, Europeans have been exchanging greeting cards featuring Krampus since the 1800s. Uh, sometimes introduced with Glub von Krampus. Uh, I think he was in uh, the Despicable Me. Oh, I was thinking uh, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. <laughs> yeah, Glub von Krampus, don't get in the chocolate. I love your chocolate, y'all. <laughs> The uh, cards usually have humorous rhymes and poems. Uh, Krampus is often featured looming menacingly over children. He is also uh, shown as having one human foot and one cloven foot, or hoof, I guess. In some, uh, Krampus has sexual overtones. He is pictured pursuing buxom women. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <I> never. <laughs> well, that was, that was all of the 1800s Europe. Oh, uh, so, I mean. Yeah. The, uh, what, the, what was, what's that piece of garment that, Women would wear uh, the gar gar no, no uh, garter no. no it's not like they wear it up top and underneath their dresses and <sighs> yeah. stuff. What's that called corset corset, corset. yeah yes. yeah you're you welcome go. I've never I've never <laughs> been I've thank never God been. you've got that idiosyncratic <laughs> memory <laughs> well I, I, just, I love corsets <laughs> leave me alone well, the, the reason I I didn't remember was because I've never been with a woman <laughs> oh Uncle Greg. 
<laughs> Greg's been with many women. That's not what I mean. <laughs> so uh, Krampus in the cards has changed. Older versions have a more frightening Krampus, while modern versions have a cuter, more Cupid-like creature. Krampus, Krampus has also adorned postcards and candy containers. Yeah, I want. Um, I would love to collect some of those old ones from the 1800s and stuff. It'd be neat to kind of have some of those. Well, the other day I actually came across uh, on the internet. Uh, you know, like the typical, you get them at the dollar store. Don't take. <laughs> no, keep going. But you know, you come across them in the doll, the little chocolate Santas and the mm-hmm. the aluminum foil, you know, yeah. wrapping or whatever. Well, they, they have ones of those of Krampus, same really? exact thing. Oh, yeah, wow. I thought those looked kind of cool. Sorry, whenever you speak, I don't know if you're going to be serious or not. So, oh, it's, <laughs> I never know if I'm going to be serious or not. To be completely <laughs> so, honest with you. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so we got uh, some regional variations here. Uh, in Steria, and uh, the root and bundles are presented by Krampus to families. The twigs are painted gold and displayed year-round in the house, a reminder to any children who has temporarily forgotten Krampus. That's like fraternities that hang the... Uh, <laughs> the, the paddle? The paddle on the yeah, wall. Yeah. <laughs> in uh, smaller, more isolated villages, the figure has other uh, beastly companions, such as the antlered wild man, and St. Nicholas is nowhere to be seen. Good. Uh, these Styrian uh, companions of Krampus are called Shabmaner. Ruben, I guess that's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> a uh, toned-down version of Krampus is part of the popular Christmas markets in the Austrian urban centers, like Salzburg. In these more tourist-friendly interpretations, Krampus is more humorous than fearsome. In uh, Cave del Pradel, in northern part of Udine province in Italy, uh, an annual Krampus festival is held in early December, just before the sun sets, the Krampus come out uh, from an old cave and chase children, boys but also adults, punishing them with strokes to the legs. To satisfy the angered, the children and young people must recite a prayer. It's not messed up at all. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just good old fashioned fun. It just sounds like a ca- like a like a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there is actually in in the U.S. There's the uh, Dallas Krampus Society Walk. I guess. Yeah, that's what you're starting to see a lot more of are these walks and actual runs as yeah. well. Like you know, they, have, they had one uh, down at uh, the Highlands mm-hmm. last year. Did they? Yep. I, don't, I don't know if they had it this year though. Yeah, but, I don't know. Yeah. So the uh, s- uh, similar figures are recorded in neighboring areas um, uh, with Austria, Bartle, uh, Nigla Bartle, uh, Will Bartle. A lot of use of the word Bartle. In these <laughs> also known as Bartles and James. <laughs> oh, 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 that's why you're the best. <laughs> uh, are used in the southern part of the country. In most parts of Slovenia, uh, whose culture was greatly affected by Austrian culture, Krampus is called Perkulch. Uh, Perkulch. That looks good. Is one of the uh, companions of uh, Miklov, the Slovenian form of St. Nicholas. In many parts of Croatia, uh, Krampus is described as a devil wearing a cloth sack around his waist and chains around his neck, ankles, and wrists. As a part of the tradition, when a child receives a gift from St. Nicholas, he is given a golden branch to present uh, his good deeds throughout the year. However, if the child was misbehaving, uh, Krampus will take the gifts for himself and leave only a silver branch to represent the child's bad acts. I love that idea. Let, let, I am full. I'm full motion of that <laughs> idea. So you just take the gifts and leave a branch instead. Yes. I don't. Even though I wouldn't want any of my 
child's toys because they're all JoJo Siwa and Go. so um, the uh, companions of Krampus. <laughs> yes, this is what I wanted to get to because yeah. so far it seemed like Krampus is just Saint Nicholas's companion. Yeah. yeah. So this is actually so Krampus is considered a companion of Saint Nicholas. So all these folks are kind of listed out as the companions of Saint Nicholas and Krampus, I guess. So <clears throat> you have the old woman, and actually these are these first two are li- were originally listed as two different things. Uh, but in doing some research and some reading, I'm, I'm actually thinking that they're one. So you have the old woman, and I've, I've accompanied that with Perkta. Uh, in some descriptions, Perkta has two forms. She may appear either as a beautiful and white as snow like her name, or as elderly and haggard. And that's why I included them together as one right. yeah. companion. So in many old descriptions, Perkta had one large foot, sometimes called a goose foot or swan foot. Grim, uh, the same as Grim Tales and stuff, thought the strange foot symbolized her being a higher being who could shapeshift into animal form. He noticed that Bertha, with a strange foot, exists in many languages. Middle German, uh, French, Latin, uh, Italian, <clears throat> and uh, there's even an epic poem in the Italian area. Hmm. It is apparently a swan maiden's foot which as a mark of her higher nature, she cannot lay aside. And at the same time, the spinning woman's playfoot that worked the threat, the treadle. So actually in some other reading and Stefan, I was going to ask you about this. It says that Pert or Perkta is a, is a pagan goddess, um, like an agent pagan goddess. And I just wondered if you, that's heard. not one I've ever heard of. Hmm. Well, it, it, but I mean, there's a bazillion of them. If I if I can add a little bit in here, there's actually like a big thing about her that I was actually looking up yesterday that <laughs> that I didn't see in here. But from what I gathered of a uh, uh, Perta or the old woman mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, if you're good, she'll leave. Kind of like what you were saying, Stefan. She'll leave you like uh, money and the shoes right. or, or candy oh, or stuff like that. you know what? Yes, I do know about this. Yeah. And the other thing is if you're naughty, she cuts your stomach open and fills, I believe it's your liver, with rocks, garbage, and sticks. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So. so I do know her because she's also known as Berta, which I had mentioned yes. to you, Mother Berta. Yeah. Um, in fact, we I have a whole book of like pagan hymns and stuff. And there's a whole bunch of Yule carols where they appropriate uh, Christmas songs and put and there's one Mother Berta is coming to town. And it does. It talks about just yeah. what you just said. But yeah, she was considered a winter goddess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, Mother Berta is one. And that's that's Perkta. I just like never realized that that she went by another name i've only ever heard berta but i did just look it up to verify that and and from what i heard also is like it was also depending on whether you were you know good or bad uh when you were good she came as this like beautiful you know almost fairy like enchantress yeah yeah and but but if you were bad she came as like this demonic old crone witch well and it's interesting because the uh mother goose character is based off of her Really? Yes. Remember how we talked about that uh, the goose foot and all kinds of yeah. things like that, and that the sacred animal for uh, Berta or Perkta was the goose. And it says she was the original mother goose, causing it to snow when she shook out her bedding, um, and she would weave fates and tails. Hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we also have uh, Pierre 
Futhard. Fart hard. <laughs> His bladder was empty. That's why he peed air. He peed air and farted hard. There you go. That's, that's good. <laughs> Done. Which is, which is French for father whipper or old man whipper. You mother father whipper. <laughs> is it like a whippersnapper? Hi, you little father whipper. Is a character who accompanies St. Nicholas on his rounds during St. Nicholas Day, which again the 6th of December, dispensing lumps of coal and or uh, beatings to naughty children while St. Nicholas gives gifts to the well-behaved. He is known mainly in the far north and eastern regions of France, uh, France, in the south of Belgium, and in French-speaking Switzerland. Although similar character, characters exist all over Europe, this whipping father was said to bring a whip with him to spank all the naughty children who misbehaved. You're so very naughty. So there's also there's a guy the gang. called uh, Schmutzili. Ah, Schmutzli. Schmutzli? Yeah, Schmuck. I couldn't, couldn't find any information on him or her or it or whatever. Uh, Necht Ruprecht. Necht Ruprecht. Necht Ruprecht. Deuce. Do ha sneeze. So. Necht. Necht Ruprecht. So according to tradition, Necht Ruprecht asks children whether they can pray. If they can, they receive apples, nuts, and gingerbread. I would pray all the time if somebody was going to give me some gingerbread. If they cannot, he hits the children with his bags of ashes. I would pray all the time if I was getting hit all the time with bags of ashes. Dear God, please make this man stop hitting me with a bag of ashes that he stole from my nanny's how, how, how much ashes does it take for it to actually start hurting? I know. And what kind of a- well, if it's like human ashes, there's bits of bone in there and all yeah. kinds of crazy Maybe stuff. Maybe it's ash from the evil dip. <laughs> yeah, it's literally I real- ash from the evil dip. I, I realized how stupid that was. While I was saying it, so that's a new for me. Don't worry, I won't edit it out. Oh, God. <laughs> so he, um, in other versions of the story, uh, Neck Reprocret, uh, <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin, <laughs> gives naughty children gifts such as lumps of coal, sticks, and stones, while well-behaving children receive sweets from St. Nicholas. Yeah, well, sticks and stones may break my bones, but lumps of coal will never hurt me. But a bag of ashes will. Oh, yeah, especially if there's teeth in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like teeth. Just ash and teeth. Yeah, just ash and teeth and bone fragments. Yeah, fragments of your femur. And any kidney stones oh, left over. Yeah. Hit me with them teeth, baby. Give Play me some teeth, stank on it. Teeth bag. <laughs> Honey, you got the teeth bag? This oh, kid's hanging, acting up. It's hanging on the mantle where it's all. Go get a switch while I get my teeth bag ready. Which is where the stockings came from for Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Crump. Crumpus. Crumpus, yeah. Natural practice. So um, then we also have uh, something called the Rubles. Uh, couldn't find any information on him or her or it. Uh, Hans Trapp. Sounds like a uh, a character from Inglorious Bastards. Mm. Yeah. Little Babushka. Oh, little Babushka. Uh, Petzelbach. Klothbach. It sounds Klingon almost. Oh, yeah. And Belsnickel. Belsnickel. We all know that from The Office. That's yeah. what... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like and I'll tell you what. Forever and ever and ever, I thought they made that up. 
I did too. And like uh, Kelly, who used to be one of the hosts on here, we were talking about actually doing a full episode on Bell Schnickel. And Brad's laughing, and I'm laughing because Brad loves The Office. I like The Office. And I'm like, why would we do on this? Like, it's from a TV show. And she's like, no, it's not. And yeah. so I looked it up. I was like, oh. So, yeah, so Bell Snickle is a man wearing furs and sometimes a mask with a long tongue. Mm-hmm. He is typically very ragged and disheveled. Mm-hmm. He wears torn, tattered, and dirty clothes. I saw Dwight. <laughs> yep. And he, and he carries a switch in his hand with yep. which to beat naughty children. Not to turn on and off the lights. <laughs> but also... <laughs> the switch. It took me a second. I'm there now. Um, or, to play, or to play Mario Kart on. <laughs> that, yeah. And that's why you're the best. Actually, in, in case y'all wanted to know, I got it right away and just decided to move past it. <laughs> and we thank you for that. We do. But uh, also pockets full of cakes, candies, and nuts for good children. What about Hot Pockets? He's got pocket Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets. I got Hot Pockets at the perfect temperature. You were so good this year. I have the bell stickle. Bye. <laughs> what is going on? What about holiday pies for McDonald's? Oh, man, holiday pies. Oh, they're the, the only thing I like about Christmas. Not seeing my children or my wife. Your children? Your children. How many do you have? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Not seeing my child, you know, happy face, opening up presents, but those holiday pies, them going in my belly. Mm-hmm. Especially accidental holiday pies. Go like, ahead, sir. Is that like... Uh, yeah, we're good. Go ahead. Meat pies? Yep, yeah. Exactly. Holiday meat pies. Exactly. Go ahead. Yeah, so <laughs> so that about wraps up the uh, Krampus. Krampus, yeah, with the exception of just quickly talking about the movies. <laughs> yep. Um, the oh, biggest man. and best one came out in 2015, yes. simply called Krampus, um, and I really enjoyed it. I, I, I rewatched it again recently just for this podcast, and I forgot how much I like I mean, it's got yeah. a great cast. It's got the yeah. dude... Uh, from uh, Parks and Rec on there, and of course, yeah, I can't think of his name, and then Tony Collette's on there. I mean, it's just a great, great cast. I mean, Champ's on there. (laughs) Well, they also, uh, I found this interesting, too, but uh, one of... uh Krampus's like companions or whatever is called the Window Peeper, and it's actually mm-hmm. in that film. I'm not sure which uh, monster it is, though. Well, and, and and I love it because uh, this was what our favorites were—the black comedies—and so it's kind of yeah. hilarious and things like that. Lots and lots of directed video. One of my favorite ones is called A Christmas Horror Story. Have you guys seen this no. one? I think it's on Netflix. It's got William Shatner in it, right. and uh, it's amazing. And uh, it's anthology, but Krampus is a part of it and stuff like that. But it's so good. William Shatner plays this DJ who's telling these stories at night, and it's all—it's a Canadian film, but it's it's freaking awesome so i did, highly recommend does it does krampus bring him a red rod or a bb gun because he might shoot his eye out is i that, i don't know i don't is he supposed to christmas story no. what's that a christmas story <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah i don't, I, don't know, I really liked how stefan completely see, didn't acknowledge see, what i said about see, the window peeper the thing, the thing is is i got it right when he said it i just moved along yeah. <laughs> thank you 
<laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, but there's a, a little ton. There. Uh, there's a ton of them. Uh, most of them. Lots, yeah, most of them direct to video. Like we said, the the main one that hit the movie theaters was the one by Universal. They have not done a uh, follow up to that yet. It looks like the Jim Henson Company has one in production right now called that, Happy yeah. Krampus. Um, of course, television. They've talked about it on uh, Colbert Reports uh, Christmas Special and uh, things like that, as well as many cartoons. Um, the League, it was on, uh, and Supernatural. So, I mean, this this thing is everywhere, but I, like I said, my favorite is just simply Krampus the movie. Yeah. Like, it's. <laughs> I don't see how Jim Henson Krampus is going to be scary at all. Have you not seen the new Dark Crystal? Because it's not that Muppets and stuff is owned by Disney now. Jim Henson is back to their kind of dark okay. roots. Um, I highly recommend watching the new Dark Crystal TV show. It's one of the best things I've ever seen. Uh, but I yeah, there. And if you've ever seen like their myths and legends yeah. show and stuff like that, oh, I mean, yes. they're not afraid to go dark. Well, I, I, I was figuring it was going to be like the big monster from the Muppets. Who knows? I mean, yeah, it, is called, I it is called Happy Krampus. Yeah. And it's also Walden Media. So or we'll Walden see. Media. Um, but yeah, lots of books and lots of stuff like that, but uh, that's one that we have talked about covering on our show on Unhappy Campers is Krampus, and we, yep. we may end up doing that because there's other ones I want to see, too. There's, like, um, one uh, that came out right before Silent Night, Deadly Night that was about Santa Claus that we had talked about. I can't remember the name of it. Um, whatever. But, <laughs> Sorry. Who yeah, cares? We talk about a lot of We movies. do. We talk about a lot. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, that's Krampus. So okay. thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, absolutely just a blast. Um, real quick, I want to get into our listener story because uh, I know we've been talking a lot, but I want to tell our, our listener story. This one comes from Kimberly Heck, um, and it's, it's kind of spooky. So check this out. So I've lived in the house I'm in now multiple times throughout my life. But when I moved in on March of 2017, things that I cannot explain started happening. It was just my daughter and myself for the first few months. One night, when she was about six months old, a toy of hers started going off at around midnight. I didn't think much of it and thought the batteries were probably dying. I went and got her from her room anyways because it freaked me out nonetheless. As we laid back down, cabinets in my kitchen started slamming. I immediately jumped up and left the house with my daughter. There was a crucifix thrown off my wall at 4 a.m. one night. There has been a sound of someone walking in our attic that my now husband has even witnessed. But the most recent thing is this. I told my husband that we were expecting, and as soon as the words left my mouth, my daughter's piggy bank fell from a four-foot shelf bookshelf and shattered. My daughter was not home at the time, and we were on the other end of the house. There have been videos of things I have found on my phone that were taken at 4.48 a.m., and I was not the one taking them. I didn't even know they existed until I was scrolling through my phone a month later. These are just a few of the bigger things we've witnessed. I should probably add that this house was my grandfather's house who passed away when I was three. You know, we always just put it off to being him, but it's still very odd. So, yeah, I mean, she's got stuff falling off the shelf. But the thing that gets me is the video at 448, like multiple videos at 448. Like, that's the creepy thing. Like, why would it be your your grandpa or the person that passed away? Yeah, Grampus. Your Grampus. Yeah, like, well, he even know how to work the 
camera on her phone. Yeah, that's really? My, yeah. That's what it takes. Exactly. I know. Yeah. Even from the grave, he's like, oh, can you help me? Where's my flip phone? <laughs> he, he's well, always just hitting buttons. He doesn't know he's well, taking pictures. When I was first, when you were first reading it, I was thinking, you know, because, you know, the thing about the toy coming on. Mm-hmm. I was like, like thinking, lady, that is a small child's toy yeah. at 3 o'clock. They do that. Con- but yeah. then, it, then it went right to the piggy bank falling off yeah, the and I was like, I mean, it's like, oh, God. <laughs> this is a lot of stuff. But yeah, that's our listener story. You guys can send in your listener stories to us at fearscapepodcast at gmail.com. Send those to us at any time or find us online uh, tw- uh, at fearscapepod on Instagram or Twitter or even Facebook. Um, but we got to get out of here, guys. So real quick, guys, tell them where they can find you guys uh, in the world and, and on podcast land. Uh, well, I uh, am Improv 502. Uh, anytime we're performing, go to improv502.com. Uh, please do. Uh, we're killing it right now. We have some great things coming up in 2020. And we also have an Unhappy Campers podcast, which is phenomenal. Lance? Uh, everything Ben just said. Yeah, we do. Unhappy Campers I'm a part of as well. It's a lot of fun. We just had Cindy Snow on doing our Christmas episode there with Black Christmas from 1974. Yep. It's a lot of fun. You can check that out on DestinationComics.com slash DNN. Uh, Unhappy Campers is there as well as Fearscape. Uh, but we got to go because it's, it's past time. Yep. Uh, but thank you guys so much thank for tuning you. in. Have a scary Christmas, everybody. Happy scary Krampus. Lance, I ho- take pictures of your birch whips uh, on your back because we want to see that. Because um, you're the only one that's getting in trouble this year. That's true. That's true. What? I've been very... You, whatever you I, keep saying, how much you hate Christmas. Oh. Well, no, me and Krampus, we're friends. Okay, he, whatever. He carries me around in his little, his little bag. That's and- your mom. What? Yep. Okay. No, Krampus is real. My mom <laughs> told me so. <laughs> Anyways. Mom. Thank you guys for tuning in. We loved having you guys on. And we got to get out of here too, Josh. So yep. uh, this has been Stefan. I'll catch you on the flip side. This is Josh. The truth is out there. And uh, remember to hold those blankets extra tight, everybody. Have a good night. Good night. Scary Christmas! Scary Christmas!